occasionally captured and traded orphaned cubs or gifted them to European royalty to be kept in private menageries. Polar bear fossils and bones have been found far outside the species' present range. They have come from the Aleutian Islands and the Bering Sea's Pribilof Islands, from Scandinavia and even the British Isles. In 2004, a fossilized polar bear jawbone, 110,000 years old, was excavated from a coastal cliff in Norway. Medieval and Renaissance texts and map legends also yield some important clues to the animal's historical range. In about 1075 CE, for example, the monk Adam of Bremen mentions white bears as far south as Norway in Descriptio Insularum Aquilonis, description of islands in the north. Norway is the only place that has white weasels and bears of the same color who live in the water, he wrote. Conceivably, during Europe's Little Ice Age, polar bears were crossing the ice pack to mainland Europe or drifting ashore on the continental mainland at the same time as they did in Iceland. It seems that a demand for live cubs and polar bear skins or a shift in climate led to the animal's extermination in mainland Norway. Statements about white bears in northern Norway can also be found on Angelino de Delorto's 1339 Portland and on several later maps. Portlands are navigational charts used in the late Middle Ages that showed only ports and coasts in detail. As an emigrant from coastal Italy to Majorca, Spain, Delorto cared more about port towns and marine highways than their terrestrial equivalents. Here are the white bears, and they eat raw fish, he remarked about Norway. Delorto imagined Norway as a square, and the text referencing polar bears sits just north of it. Unfortunately, no animal image comes with the annotation. With the dawn of the Age of Exploration, especially the pursuit of an elusive shipping passage through the Arctic, Europeans routinely encountered polar bears on the animal's home ground. Initially, such voyages sought to open trade routes to Japan and the Indian Ocean. Later, they became quests for national prestige, strategic pursuits, or rescue missions for missing crews. Already in 1492, when Christopher Columbus embarked for the Indies, the German mariner and cosmographer George Martin Beheim had blazoned an animal that might be a polar bear near the North Pole of his 1492 air Earth Apple, globe. On an island resembling Greenland, an archer faces this white enigma. A reproduction of the globe's design shows the animal with a long tail, similar to a wolf's. The often repaired and revised original globe at the Germanisches National Museum in Nuremberg, however, depicts it without a tail, which would make it a polar bear. The first image of a polar bear in North America proper adorns a world map from 1544, usually ascribed to the Venetian Sebastian Cabot. The son of an explorer, Cabot first chased the Northwest Passage funded by merchants and later in the service of Spain and England. His map has the Arctic Circle at the approximate latitude and two bears just south of it in what today is northern Quebec, Canada. The land is very sterile. There are in it many white bears. A handwritten comment on the map reads, The bears with their tongues lolling seem to be either salivating or panting. Pierre de Salier's sprawling and teeming 1550 Mapamundi, or world map, positions fish-eating bears in Labrador, eastern Canada. De Salier belonged to a group of chartmakers in Dieppe, France, who broadcast French and Portuguese conquests in the New World through their maps. The color of these bears is off, but a few clues indicate they are most likely polar bears. First, the area is treeless tundra into which eastern Canada's grizzly bears rarely, if ever, venture. As well, two of the three bears frolic on ice floes, which grizzlies reportedly never do.
The unknown helper who colored the map likely remembered bears he'd seen or simply chose gray and brown because they better contrast with a white background. One of the few convincing suppositions about polar bears fishing comes from Labrador's White Bear River. There, in 1775, the English fur trader and adventurer Captain George Cartwright found thousands of fresh fish carcasses and polar bear tracks, good evidence of the behavior in the territory's extreme southern parts. With a growing body of knowledge from whalers and walrus hunters sailing the Arctic, depictions of the more northerly latitudes and their inhabitants became increasingly accurate. However, the newer maps also reveal distortions. In a cartouche on the Dutch atlas maker Willem Johnson Blouse map, region Subpolo Artico from circa 1635, the dress, weapons, and faces of two indigenous hunters suggest Ottomans and might have been modeled on these savage archers. Their polar bear counterpart appears wolf-like. Regions Hyperborea is a pole-centered 1616 map by the Flemish theologian...